And so he's friends with everybody. I mean, everybody, yeah. all every celebrity, Tony Romo that played for the case, friends with everybody. And for him to say that, yeah. I was just like, it was, there was another guy in my mastermind, um, Scott Donald, who sold, he sold his company for nine figures. Uh, and he just launched a, a company called Gravy Stack. So it's an app. It's a banking app for kids. He's, he's, a, he's a faith-based guy like me. He's, you know, he loves God. And this is an app that his, his vision is to reimagine banking and teaching kids and families how to, how to say, give, money, give money away, save money, and, and spend and invest what's left over. So you have three different bank accounts in this app. He comes in. He is funny because I saw his video the other day. He quoted he quoted Vic. He's he's driving a 2018 or 2019 Honda Accord, and he just always comes to me for like 200 million bucks. And he's like, I, it doesn't move me, which is fine. I don't care if he drove up in a Lamborghini. That's his prerogative. He's sure. got the money, but it wasn't the thing that moved the needle for him. What moved the needle for him and what I talk about all the time is not return on investment. It's return on mission. Like, what's the purpose in my life? And how am I making a difference in the mission God's put me on? And our missions are all different. How am I How am I making a difference? And how can I help somebody like Angie make a difference in, in the mission that God's put her on? Oh, I love that. Well, and I, I feel so fortunate that we found our mission. I ran into so many yeah. people, you know, at similar age that they, they don't even know what their purpose is. They don't know why they're here and they don't know what to do next. And so I've been fortunate enough. I've had my purpose for the last almost 30 years. So just yeah. trying to get that to match up with the, uh, you know, expansion and all that other stuff is, is a different thing. But at least I know every single day, like you said, I could be having the worst week. Uh, and, and it's not worse because of anything, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, it's a, it's an interesting business I live in, but I could be hitting a lot of obstacles and the things to overcome in that week. But then I go to a graduation, you see somebody get, get their lives back. They're crying. They're thanking you. And it's like, what, what else mm -hmm. can I do? Like, it's just like it wipes mm -hmm. away any negative mm -hmm. emotion that may have been there and it makes anything that we have to go through worth it. Anything. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? I mean, when you lean into and you understand fulfillment and you're not just, again, not just chasing a comma or another zero in your bank account, but you really are making a difference in people's lives. It, it enables you to navigate those difficult days easier than if there's only, the only thing at the end, the, the carrot dangling on the stick is just another boat or it's just a nicer car, or it's just a nicer home, or it's another watch. I mean, I've got watches in my watch winding box, but it's like, it's, I'm not, I'm not working and doing what I'm doing so I can buy another Brightland or buy a Rolex. It's just not what I'm doing. It's not what I'm about. I, how can I continue to help people become the best version of themselves? And when they do, man, you want to talk about sleeping good at nighttime? Game changer. Do you do personal coaching or is yours mostly through the mastermind? I, yeah, I don't do, I don't do a ton of coaching. So we do our conference. So I've got two or three different things that we do. I do my podcast. Obviously I've had everybody from John Maxwell to Grant Cardone to Sharon Lecter to, I mean, I have celebrities and coach Hugh Jackson. He's the NFL former head coach for the Browns and the Raiders. I was actually on a zoom call with his assistant Kimberly earlier. He's a head coach at Grambling now, one of the HBCUs, like one of the predominant HBCUs in the country. Um, I actually donated 
my courses. I've got three courses on mindset, strategy, and leadership development. I sell those for two k for two thousand dollars for all three. I actually donated a course to for one hundred and twenty five courses for his whole football program. All these coaches, everybody. So I was on a call with her doing that. So I've had people like Coach Hugh on. Um, obviously, we do our Create Conference, which is in Atlanta in January this year, uh, twenty sixth through the twenty eighth. John Maxwell, Ed Milad. Uh, it's just huge, huge names. I've got some phenomenal female entrepreneurs, live band that comes in for two and a half days. It is it is the production and the people that we have in the room. It's one of the most amazing experiences ever, ever. And I told somebody, I told somebody on the phone, I'm close with Grant, obviously. And I told him, I said, the production, the production level we're taking our thing to this year will rival or be better than what Grant does at GrowthCon. <laughs> he may not, he may not Ooh. like I say that. But it's true. It's gonna, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be absolutely yeah. amazing. Um, so yeah, so we do that, and then I do. I've got an online community um, that we do okay. coaching on Monday, Wednesdays. Um, the three courses, private Facebook group, and then I've got a mastermind. I'm like the the highest level for us is my is my mastermind. Uh, billionaires in there, um, several eight figure earners, um, and a lot of seven figure earners, and some probably a handful of high six figure earners in there. We had forty two people in Scottsdale about three or four weeks ago in November. And we've, our next one's going to be in Puerto Rico in March. So amazing. It's just, it's an amazing community. Yeah. Sounds like it. And uh, it keeps you very busy as well. It does. It does. Do you find it's hard? Do, I say, do you find it hard? Like I'm, I struggled this year um, because I traveled around to so many of these different groups mm-hmm. and masterminds and things like that. For me, diet and exercise is so hard when I'm on the road. Like there's something in my brain, like everybody else is like hitting the gyms at the hotels and I hate hotel gyms. It's just very difficult for me to, unless I'm on 75 hard and then I have to go do my thing. But it's difficult for me to maintain that discipline when I'm traveling. Yeah. One of the, one of the ways that I've overcome that, um, I'm a big F45 gym guy, as you know, I love F45. It's been a game changer for me. Um, I've, I've been to 39. I've been to 39 last week in Detroit. I was in Detroit at a huge EXP. It's the largest team. My buddy Kurt, who's in my mastermind, he runs that team, about 125, 130 agents. Um, they had their big Christmas party on Saturday. He said, Hey, fly up and come hang out with me for a couple of days. I'm like, sure, I'm there. Saturday morning, what I do, I got up and I went to F45. It was my 39th different F45 location around the country. Wow. I've been north northern California to Southern California to um uh New Hampshire or Massachusetts is where I'm all the way all the way down to Aventura, Florida. I've hit every corner of the United States and a lot of them in between. That's amazing. Now it's similar to what is it? Like some weight training with some cardio? Like is it? Yeah, so it's so it's hit. And, yeah. um, a little bit. It's probably a mixture, I would say, between CrossFit and like Orange Theory. So three days okay. a week, it's cardio. And it's everywhere from rowers, ski machines, bikes, box jumps, shuttle runs, um, jump rope. We had jump rope in yesterday, day before yesterday, doing double unders uh, to oh, yeah. strength training from bench to you do a lot. This is what I tell people. You know you're in trouble when you walk in the gym and there's no equipment on the floor. I'm like, uh, like you're screwed because it's all body weight and you're dead yeah. at the end of the yeah. day. So, yeah, so it's pretty much all that. And it's 45 minutes. Um, I wear I, – you have heart rate monitors you can buy. 
which in our gym, the one I go to here in Birmingham is really cool because it keeps your score on the screen. So you compete yeah. against everybody else. And we talk a little trash. So as you should. No, as you should. That's it's great. I was I was yeah. talking trash in Detroit last week and I didn't even know anybody there. <laughs> well, luckily you're from Michigan, so you're not like intimidated yeah, yeah, yeah. by by uh, that that particular city. But when Are people you, uh, ask me when I was like, when I yes, unfortunately. <laughs> but I'm also a mean? Michigan fan. We're year. playing in five. The Lions are doing finally, but I mean, I've been a Lions fan for 40 some odd years. So yeah, they're, they're all doing good. They've won six, I think six in a row, six out of seven, something like that. Yeah. So they're doing good. It's funny when I was there this weekend, people asked me where I'm from and I'm like, I'm from Pontiac. They look at me like, no, you're not. And I'm like, legit. I went to school at Pontiac Northern and Oxford, yeah. um, which is where they had the school shooting out last year. That was the high school I, I went to my junior, senior year. And, uh, and they look at me like, where have you been for the last however long? I said, well, I've lived in Atlanta for 35 years, so the accent's kind of a little country. That's why That's why people don't believe you're from there. Yeah, it's the accent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah most definitely. Well, I, I'm rooting for your Lions just because I think it'd be good to see someone else win. I mean, not more than I'm rooting for my own team, but uh, it's cool to see. You're, you're a 49ers fan. I see, your, I see your George Kittle jersey back there. Oh, yeah. Huge 49er fan, always been my whole life. So um, I'm just having so much fun with them this year. It's been a little bit of a roller coaster with our quarterback situation, but boy, who would yeah. have thought this rookie we have is just going hard? And it's amazing. Isn't that crazy? Mr. What do they call him? Um, what's Irrelevant. The, what's the, Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft. He walks in and yeah. get, getting yeah. dubs. What? What a name, Mr. Oh, Irrelevant. Right. Like, and he embraces Mr. it. He's not offended by it oh. at all. <laughs> so yeah, so think, about, so think about the lesson in that for everybody listening to the podcast today. You know, you feel irrelevant. You feel like people don't know who you are. Some people ask me, they go, Ken, how do you spend time with the people you spend time with? Like, how do you get one-on-one time with Grant Cardone? How do you get invited to Sharon Lecter's house and sit down with Sharon, who's a co-author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and she sold more financial books than any woman in the history of the planet. Like, how do you do that? How do you get invited to Brad Lee's and be on the podcast? And how do you have a billionaire in your group? And How do you have to spend time with guys like Randy Garn and Ed Milet and John Maxwell? How do you do that? And the reality of it is, is great leaders want something for people, not from people. And, and I really, I, I really live a life. Like even with my, my guy that's in my mastermind, we had a 15 minute call scheduled three months ago, four months ago, and it turned into an hour and 27 minute conversation. And this guy's, this guy's a legit billionaire. Like he right back and do what he can change everything for you. And he goes, Hey, Ken, what can I do for you? I said, dude, I don't need anything. No, I mean, seriously, what, how can I help you? What can I do for you? I said, Vic, dude, I'm good. I don't need anything. He asked me again. So I do, what can I do for you? I said, you know what you can do for me? I've got a mastermind in, in Scottsdale. It was, this would have been in August. I said the first of or September, the first of November. I said, I want you to come hang out. I just want you to meet some of the people that I have there. And I've got some people in there that I think can help you do what you're wanting to do in this new season of your life. And he showed up and he was only going to show up for a day to a day and a half. And he stayed all three and a half days. Nice. It was a game. It was a game changer for him. Yeah. That's awesome. And he's still part of your group. Oh yeah. Uh, I said he just called me right when we were called just a minute ago. Nice. 
Do you yeah. think that your and I don't know that it's training, but your innate uh, tendency towards being um, there for people religious in, in the religious mm -hmm. way has helped you be able to do that and translate into where you're at today? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. People ask me all the time. They say, Ken, do you miss pastoring a church? Yeah. I, I pastor more people now than I did when I was at my church. And I pastor people, number one, who have more influence and who would never come to my church on Sunday for the most part. They would never come. I mean, my mastermind, our core five in my mastermind, my community, and our create conference is faith, health, relationships, business, and finances. And I have my best friend's Persian. He grew up in Iran. He's not a Muslim. He's not a Christian. He's not. He's just kind of trying to figure. He's really good friends with Sad Guru. He's just trying to figure it out. And I'm like, listen, I don't care what faith you are. Just where are you at in your faith journey? Yeah. And so we talk a lot about faith. A thousand percent. I would not be able to do what I did. I mean, I still have a pastor's heart, which is why it's easier for me, I think, to want something for people and not from people. Because it, it really goes down to purpose. My, I've, I've got two superpowers. Number one, I'm a connector. I love connecting people. Number two, um, and God's put a gift in me to be able to see potential and purpose in people and help them identify it and help them get that purpose and potential out. So we just do that. How we do that and how we get that out is through podcast books, conference, my community, and our mastermind. Yeah. Well, and so much of it, like you said, is connections. It's not about what you know. It's about who you know. And if you get the right people connected, there's magic there. Well, you know, it's, it's magic. Somebody, I was on the phone earlier with a girl in Michigan. Um, she's a mortgage broker. Um, she runs one of the top radio, real estate radio shows out of Detroit on Saturday morning. And she called me today in the car and we were talking and she was bouncing back and forth. My CEO tickets 10K for my event. VIP is 5K, but my CEO ticket, there's only 50. It's dinner with John Maxwell, private, breakfast with Gary Brecka, private, lunch with me on Friday, private, Saturday morning is breakfast with my buddy Vic Keller, who had all his companies successfully acquired by Warren Buffett, and then Saturday lunch is a private lunch with Ed Milet. So not only are you going to hear from those guys in a small, intimate setting, but the other 49 people who are going to be in that room are very high achievers. Right. And so and I told her, I said, if you're going to make an investment, the $10,000 for that seat, number one, Grant would call, he'd charge you 50 for that ticket. If you were going to growth con and you got all that, Grant would be like, oh, that's 10K every time you're walking in the room. Because <laughs> I know Uncle G really well. But the reality yeah. of it is, is it's it's not the it's not the money that you're spending, or it's it really is an investment. And when you get around those people, I have printed in this planner, my planner that I created on the bottom of every page, it says, "Get in rooms with people who think bigger than you do." It's all about because what happens is when you get in a room with people like that, it begins to expand your belief system. And the lid you had on your mindset begins to, it begins to just explode because you get around people and you realize, and this is the one thing that, that my friend said about his, he affectionately calls him Mr. B. 
is he goes, man, he puts his pants on just like I do every day. He's just methodical in every, I think he's 90, 90, late 80s, early 90s. He's methodical since he's 18 years old. He's done the same thing every day for 70 some odd years. That's why he's so successful. It, it is, listen, I call it incremental, not monumental. I shared this at the mastermind I met you. Small daily discipline decisions over time always equal monumental results. Success can't escape you when you do the right things every day. Like your morning routine, your daily routine, those things are huge. So another thing you asked, when I go out of town, my morning routine is still set in stone. I want to be up at a certain time. I'm going to do my devotional. I'm going to do my quiet time. I'm going to grab my planner and I'm doing my gratitude affirmations, gratitude affirmations, um, goals in top three. Then I'm going to go, I'm, then I'm going to find a place to go work out and get a sweat in. And then my day starts every single day, regardless of where I'm at. That's amazing. That's um, helpful tips and um, I, I mean, you know, I feel like I'm pretty solid on a lot of that stuff, but definitely it comes and goes, but I'm a hell of a well, lot you, better. Girl, you, you, have, you have bigger biceps than most dudes I know. What are you talking about? <laughs> not in a fat way. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not in a fat way at all. I'm talking about like, I'm talking about like ripped. I'm talking about like muscles, muscles. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. It is a lot you know of work. You, you, you know you do. Yeah. But you're, but you're passionate about it. You can tell, like, even yeah. just now when I say that, you light up. Like it changes yeah. your countenance, just changed because you're passionate about it. You love it. You know the difference that it's made in your life. And you know that if you can just help people, not just even on the addiction front and maybe even coupled with the addiction front that you work with, if I can help you fall in love with the discipline of working out and doing what you're doing and the reward and the result at the end of that, it's, it's a game changer for people. 